title of the show today is Your Social Security, Your Medicare, Your Freedom, Your Safety is on the ballot. Voting starts today. And, you know, you hear that many times. It could not be truer more so than now. Uh, But before I get into the program, give you the subtitle, do not believe the polls. Your vote matters. And if you vote your interest and not that of the plutocrats, we will all win. I want to repeat that sentence. Do not believe the polls. Your vote matters. And if you vote your interest and not that of the plutocrats, and not that of the lies you hear on TV, and not that of the scare tactics you hear on TV, then you will not only be voting for what's in your best interest, but you will be voting for what's in the interest of all Americans, including the plutocrats who want it all for themselves. So again, the lowest common denominators, we the people, We are going to make it happen. We must make it happen in this election. We must ensure that everyone has equal access to success, equal opportunity to thrive. And we can only do that if we have freedom. We can only do that if those who most need are cared for by a humane society And if all of us realize the virtue in working where we are working for what we deserve, working for what we've earned and not throw away to the plutocrats, to those who think they own more so than we do. This weekend, or I think it was on Saturday, I interviewed um, uh, Alex and Alex, um, Alex Lawson, who is the executive director of Social Security Works. And we went over the whole litany of things that are being done or that are being considered to be done if the house changes hands. And I won't have his interview here uh, because it's, it's more extensive and we are in fun drive now, but... On our three o'clock show on the internet, we will be playing that Alex show. But for now, I want to ask you a humongous favor. Uh, Before we get deep into the show, I'd like to ask you to call now, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Five seven three eight. Why do I need you to call that number? To keep KPFT on air? Why do we need to keep KPFT on air? It's like I've said before. The mainstream media, they're not bad people. I know a lot of the reporters out there. They're good people. But they're restrained on what they can tell you. They're restrained as far as being able to give you the, the explicit truth about just about everything. Because again, in a society where most of the media is controlled by the plutocrats, is controlled by the moneyed interests, is controlled by the corporations that produce and advertise on these stations, you don't, they don't have 
the wherewithal to give you the story. Many of them, Ali Velshi, one of the reporters at MSNBC that I most support, gets a lot of flack because he happens to tell much of the truth, not only about what we've done, what we're doing, etc., but he tells the truth and he pays the price quite often for it. Another friend of mine out there in, in, in Miami uh, lost his job at CNN for telling a bit too many truths. I won't give his name right now. He just, we just interviewed him a few days ago, a few weeks ago. But it is important for us to understand why it is important for you right now to call 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. I'm giving everybody a couple minutes right now to call in before I start the program. So don't hold that call back because you think you're going to miss something in the program. I'm going to be pitching for the next three minutes, two minutes, and 40 seconds. So please give us a call at 713-526-5738. Do it now. Hit that number one and give us a contribution, whatever you can. Uh, a, 30, a $30 contribution, a $10 a month contribution, a $5 a month contribution, a one-time contribution. Just call a tote bag, a t-shirt. Just call. There's a lot to offer. 713 713- 526-5738. Hit the number one and you'll get to our donation desk, our support desk. But if you also want to speak to us on air about voting starting today, about Social Security, Medicare, uh, freedom, uh, crime, anything you want to talk about, because all of that is, a t- is what we're going to be discussing today. Framing the debate for your vote. Framing the debate for your vote. 713 713- Five two six five seven three. We need the contributions now, folks. Uh, today we have not been holding our own. We've been falling behind. Please remember to tell folks about the existence of KPFT. Now taking calls. Now putting you on air, which you can be on air today, right now, if you so desire. Seven one three. Five two six five seven three. What's on your mind? What is ticking you off right now? Seven one three. Five two six five seven three. Michael Soul, thank you so kindly for that contribution. Thank you so kindly for your support. We need, we need. I need to raise about a thousand dollars this hour, and there are several ways that we can do it. Like I said, I have another minute and a half to pitch. I have three books that I've been pitching right now that talks about a lot of what you hear me uh, 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 articulate here. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. You want to know why what you hear on TV about the economy isn't quite accurate? My book, As I See It, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. Give an easy-to-understand tally of how the economy works, how our patent system keeps the, sh- the shoes on people's necks, a whole lot of t- how the drug companies abuse. I mean, but in a way that you can understand and you can have an intelligent conversation with anybody, whether they are on the left or the right. The other book is It's Worth It. It's worth it. It's always worth it. How to talk to your right wing relatives, friends and neighbors. We need them. They are our friends. They are our families. They are our acquaintances. We need them because we, whether they know it or not, we are in the same boat. It's worth it. How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors is my second book. The third book is How to Make America Utopia. 
take away the economy from those who rigged it. After you've learned about the economy, after you have learned to have the conversation with your right wing neighbors, with your right wing relatives, how do you what what comes next? You have to have solutions. You have to be able to say this is how problems are solved. These are the kinds of things that we want, whether it be health care for all, as well as a, a education for all, supporting the education system for doctors so that they come out of college not owing three hundred thousand dollars where they then have to pill for you to pay for their debt, but a, an equitable solution. That it's worth, uh, rather, that is a how to make America utopia, take away the economy from those who rigged it. Those three books, I promise you, after reading those three books, you would be complete, a completely rounded person on the economy, speaking to the other groups, as well as what are the solutions that are needed. And you know what, folks? You can get each of those books individually for a contribution to KPFT at for $120. Each, any one of those books for $120. And by the way, that, those books each stand alone but they sure make it the whole picture when gotten together. A contribution of $120 for any one of those books. A contribution of $200 for any two of those books. A contribution of $250 for all those books. And you know what's the other, the best part about it? You don't have to pay for that all at once. Do you want to pay 25 bucks a month or something? You do whatever you need to folks to, to get it. But what you're doing is you're supporting KPFT. And I guarantee you, you will feel quite, quite accomplished because you know that you are promoting not what all these other stations are promoting, which is fear, which is hate. And all these combined, I love my neighbors. My neighbors in the neighborhood where I live, they're mostly right wing. But you know what? They call me their friends. I call them my friends. We sit down and have substantive discussions. And one of them even pat me on the back and said, Egberto, I'm going to tell you something and you better not tell anybody this. My vote this year is going to look like your vote this year. And I said, really? And he said, I promise you. Because we have to maintain our freedom. We have to maintain our social security. We have to maintain our Medicare. We have to maintain our safety. So folks, please give us a call. 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. Or you can go to kpft.org. kpft.org. And just remember to select politics done right for the contribution that you're providing. But all the books that I just pointed out, plus a lot of other great products that we have here to kind of thank you for being a supporter, you can find at the website 713-526-5738. One more time, 713-526-KPFT. Or again, you can go to kpft.org. Please let those phones start ringing. And hit the number one for the contribution. And again, folks, you want to talk to me, 713-526-5738. Same number, but you hit the number two if you want to talk to me. You hit the number one if you want to give a contribution. And my, my ask of you is 
why not hit the number one, make a contribution, call back and hit the number two. You don't have to do either, right? But please support this station. I can tell you, and, 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 and not anything self-serving here, I drive three times a week all the way from Kingwood, Texas, all the way into town. You know, that's a lot of gasoline on my tab. So I am not only a contributor to our station every month, but also a contributor with a hell of a lot of gas driving from KPF, driving from my home in Kingwood to KPFT and back three times a week. And sometimes even more because if we have to do wiring or anything like that, and I get the call that says, Egberto, we need your help out here. We're here. It's a volunteer thing here. And what I ask for you to do is to help us as well. 713-526-5738. One more time. 713-526-5738. As well as kpft.org. Please remember to select uh, politics done right as, a con- as, a, as, a, as who's generating the contribution. All right. Last week, I ended the week with hate. We spoke a lot about hate where I, 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 I pointed out that hate was the necessary tool to create the angst in our community, to have you not necessarily want to talk to your neighbor, to own the libs, or to demean that right-wing brother of yours or whatever. Well, look, I have a family. You have a family. I have most of my family, I must say, yes, they are progressives, but I have relatives as well, close relatives, including a sister that is a right winger. And do I love her any less? Absolutely not. We're, are we wired differently? Maybe a little bit differently, but she just happened to have had the wrong set of trusts uh, that, that, sh- that she dealt with. Like I said, the wrong set of trusts can be dangerous, but that's what she believes. And that's my opinion, of course. Now, uh, our economic system depends on hate. In order for a few to take such advantage of the many, you have to be able to have the many create hate among themselves. And when you, when I or anybody applies hate, we have allowed them to win. We have allowed them to control our minds in such a manner that we have such hate from our, for our brother, our neighbor, our sister. We have allowed that hate to cloud our minds into not looking at those problems that are created by others to make us keep away from the true causes of our problems. Well, I'm going to tell you who are the true causes of our problems. The true causes of our problems are those who want a bigger share at no cost. The corporations, many, not all corporations are bad. Let me qualify that first of all. Not all of them are bad at all. But a large percentage of the majors are not only bad, they are evil. You don't have policies that harm people. You don't make deals that harm people for the bottom line and a bonus. And that's what too many corporations have done. And in order to mask that, they have not only bought politicians, but they've created think tanks that come out with papers that make you believe that, you know, after all, you know, 
We can actually burn all the, all the hydrocarbons in the ground. Actually, it's there. We can do it. And what if it warms up a little bit? It just means we have a longer growing season. And if we have a longer growing season, doesn't that mean we have more food? They create all kinds of arguments, right? And it's not a, it's not a fair, it's not a true argument. It is really nothing more. Uh, let, let's see what we have here. Uh, uh, Bruce is on, on, on line. He says, if the conservatives take this election, humanity will bring forth its own extinction. I am speaking, I am speaking to somebody who is a very moderate person who said that. Egberto, there, ha- <clears throat> there has been growing concern about Christian nationalist fascism gaining strength in the USA, especially within the military. Do you plan to address this? Uh, we've addressed that before, uh, uh, Bruce, but it, it, it is never enough. We always have, and, and thank you for bringing that up. We always have to point out where we have, where we have fascism, where we have these types of evil get going into our own systems. So yes, we must address it. I digress for one minute. Folks, please give us a call at 713-526-5738. Hit the number two if you want to talk to me. I will talk to you. If you call 713-526-5738 and hit the number two, I will talk to you. But I'm also asking others to call 713-526-5738 or go to kpft.org. And, 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 and make a contribution. Hit number one if you call the number or just make a contribution online under the auspices of Politics Done Right. 713-526-5738. Now, as, as we were moving on, we we're talking about the corporations and hate, etc. So I said today, I really wanted to, I, I wanted to preamp, uh, preface it with that statement. But what I also wanted to talk about is to let you know that if you think your vote doesn't matter, I want to I want to point to one example that occurred over the weekend on Friday. President President Biden, he went ahead and he provided relief for students. He didn't give the amount of relief most of us wanted. We wanted student loans paid off. I've given a whole narrative as to why even above and beyond what professors that I respect have said because they know that Sometimes student loan programs are taken advantage of. But I still wanted a blanket forgiveness of student loans. For those who have paid the student loans off already, I mean, there will be other, there will be other ways for those folks to be compensated. But, I, but for those who have the outstanding debt that, that they just can't get around, I wanted it paid for. It's not a giveaway. It's not that at all. Because what would occur in the economy after we have repaid student debt is that will be reinvested in an economy, not going towards bankers, but going towards things that people use. Buying a, you don't have to pay your student loan bills anymore. You're now going to buy a home. You're going to buy a dishwasher. You're going to buy a car. And all of that will put the economy into circulation. Some say, will that be inflationary? It won't be inflationary if there is scarcity. Is there scarcity? No, there is not. So why do we have inflation today? Well, corporate greed. And it was stated clearly by Congresswoman Katie Porter, who pointed out that the supply chain problem today, 
that all people want to blame on inflation, supply chain problem, and overly um, a, a large amount of demand that's creating this. It's not true. 4.2% or more of our inflation today is simply the corporations that I've told you are bordering on the evil telling you one thing, that we have the power to price anything we want and we will charge whatever we want. And in charging whatever we want, we'll take it from you because you want this stuff. You must have your milk for your child. You must have your eggs for your, for your lunch. You must have your rice. You must have these things. So the corporations who are the middle person, it's not the farmers getting rich. And by the way, farmers that have a tendency to vote in a manner against your own interests. If you are listening to me out there in the farmlands of Conroe, in the farmlands of Waller County, in the farmlands of Galveston County or whatever, you just happen to stumble on us. Stop voting against your interests. If you think, if you think for one reason that the libs, you want to own the libs, I want you to realize one thing, that progressive policies are the policies that will ensure that you can have a good life, that will ensure that you will have health care, that will ensure that you will have social security, that will ensure that you'll have disability in case you became disabled. So let's talk a little bit about social security. And that is what one of the main topics that we had for the discussion today. Uh, this is not our word. This is the word of the person who, if the, if, the, if the Congress gets turned over to the Republicans this time around, Kevin McCarthy is likely to be the Speaker of the House. And right now, the United States, every year, they have to do this, um, this thing called raise the debt ceiling. What that means is the money that we have already allotted has to be paid for somehow. And how do we do that? We have to give the government permission to raise the debt limit. It's, it's an artificial thing, but it's something we have to do. And if, and if the debt ceiling isn't raised, then we cannot pay all the bills that we have to pay. And we go into what anybody who doesn't pay their bills would go through something called a default. So knowing that we have to do this every year, this is what Kevin McCarthy said. So if you are 65 and on Social Security, if you're 62 and you are on Social Security, if you are on Medicare, if you are on any of these programs right now listening to my voice and you, and you decide, well, I don't believe him. Listen to what Michael Steele, former chairman of the Republican Party said. He said, Republicans are telling you what they intend to do. Believe them. They said they were going to overturn Roe. It took them 50 years and they did it. They said that they are going to privatize your Medicare. They are 50% there with Medicare Advantage. Substandard health care that they promised you they would do. They're 50% there. This is not hyperbole. These are facts that you can verify on your own. Let's continue. Social Security, what did they say they wanted to do? They wanted to turn it over to Wall Street. They wanted you to invest. And I mean, and let me tell you how, how sure I am that that is the policy. I have many conservative folk who are listening to my show and who are already 
throwing those talking points out. If we had stopped paying Social Security and put that 15% of your salary into the stock market, which on average goes ahead and gains 7%, we would have enough money to retire on. Of course, it's a false statement. It's a mathematically false statement, but that's their intent. And suppose you were lucky enough to have put your social security dollars in the stock market by 2008 you would have been you would have lost everything right so when they're telling you these stories they may it may sound good but it's about you you have to remember people what we care about here at KPFT what i care about here at politics done right is the well-being of not only you, but everybody. Not taking away what is yours, not giving away the store to the wealthy, which is what we do right now. I tell you, I want to show you what these guys do. And, I, and you can fact check this anytime you want. This is what they do. We have a group of politicians that come in and all they know about is tax cuts, tax cuts, tax cuts. So they tax your, they, they cut taxes for the wealthy. And the theory that they have is it will trickle down. The wealthy gets their money back and they will invest in creating more jobs. It never happens. They usually buy back stocks or they, they just pocket it or put their money overseas. That's what they normally do. They don't create more jobs out of it or anything. So that's what they say. So they get a big tax break. And what that does is it leaves the federal government with less money to pay for its bills, Social Security, National Defense, Medicare, and all these other programs. You get less money for doing all of that now, right? So what, ha- what do you have to do now? You gave these people back the money that they should have paid in taxes, and now you have a deficit that you have to handle, a deficit spending for the budget. You have two choices, cut spending, meaning cut Social Security, cut Medicare, cut building your streets, cut building your highways. That's why most of our bridges have deteriorated. So we cut all these taxes and we let these rich people keep more of the money they've earned on our backs. And then to pay our bills, because we can't cut at nauseum, we say we need to borrow money to pay those bills. So we borrow the money from whom? We borrow the money from the wealthy people that we gave the money to that they didn't pay their taxes for. So we gave them money away to charge us more to use their own money. Understand this, people. It's a scam. The tax cut mantra is a scam. It's giving away money to wealthy people and then giving them more in the form of borrowing the money they owed to us borrowing that money, and then paying them a secure interest rate on that money. And you know why they're happy about that interest rates having to go up right now? Because now the government is going to have to borrow money at a higher interest rate because the feds has increased the interest rates, right? And now those folks who are loaning money to the government are getting an even bigger payoff. And those are going to be 30-year loans, right? 30-year loans to the government. And by the time interest rates fall, again, which it will, by the time inflation falls, again, which it will, they will be holding 30-year bonds earning a ton of interest because they bought it 
when interest rate was high because they didn't pay their bills to the American coffers to be used for the things that need to be done. It's a racket. And we are complicit in the racket. I repeat, we are complicit in the racket, to which I ask you, to which I ask you, why do we maintain our complicity in allowing these folks to do as they please? People, people, people. Uh, I am, everything that I've said here, everything that I've said here, you can verify, you can check, you can figure it out on your own. Because what happens too often with us is we just listen to what they tell us on TV. We don't sit down there and say, you know what? I am going to do some critical thinking. And whenever somebody tries to get us to do critical thinking, you know what the right does? They say, oh, we're trying to brainwash them. We're trying to do X, Y, and Z. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-KPFT. I'm waiting for your contributions. 713-526-5738. You can call that number to speak on air by hitting the number 2. Or you can call 713-526-5738 and hit the number 1 for a contribution. Either way, I want to talk to you. If you have any comments on what we've been talking about here, I'd love to hear what you think. I'd love to hear somebody, whether you agree with me or not, is not the important thing. I want to open those doors of communication because when, if, you, if you call and you disagree with me, you're opening the door for learning for everybody else that are, that's listening and doesn't want to call. But if you want to call and say and, and expand on what I've said as well, 713-526-5738. I'm kind of wondering if the phones are working. 713-526-5738. Once again, please give us a call. Please contribute whatever you can. I'm going to repeat real, real quickly about the, the books. Uh, we have three books that I wrote that follows a lot of what I talk about here. As I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom is the first book that I wrote. I wrote that book when I was very pissed off during the Obamacare debate. And I said, we have to get some truth out there. There are no death panels. None of that is true, but it makes it on TV. I wanted to write a definitive book on our economic system. As I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, a contribution of $120. That will be... Uh, and again, you can pay that not all at once, however you want to pay. The second book, how to, how to talk to your right wing. It's worth it. How to talk to your right wing relatives, friends and neighbors. After you've learned about this economy, after you know how to talk the truth about these things, you have to find a way to talk to your right wing brother and sister, cousins, neighbor in a way that doesn't, that doesn't create angst in a way that you can sit down and have a conversation. That book is worth it. How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. That's a contribution of $120 as well to KPFT. The third book, because after you've spoken to these folks, after you've spoken, I get somebody on air. Come on. Uh, it, are you ready to talk yet? Or? Well, no, we're getting, we're getting him ready. Okay, you're we're getting him ready. preparing the crowds you're for you. Exploring the crowds. Okay, and the, the, the third book is uh, How to Make America Utopia. Take Away the Economy from Those who 
rigged it. And the reason we're doing that is after you've convinced somebody that we need to have a conversation, after you have been able to have that conversation, you have to talk about solutions. And what are solutions? You talk about solutions. Uh, when, you, when you're talking about solutions, it's all about how can we make a difference? Okay, let's go ahead and have Mark come on in. Mark, come okay. on in. Stand by. All right. We're getting there. We're Oh, I, I saw the thing that... We, yeah, okay. <laughs> ten cans and stringer now hooked up. You should be able to talk to Mark. Okay. Talk. Okay. The, the cans are there. Mark, I think we got to get to it right there. Mark, talk to me. Hi, Ernesto. Yeah, in your, uh, your prelude, you talked about hate, but... I want to bring up uh, all the all the fear, uncertainty, and doubt, you know, the FUD that the Republicans do. And I want to take it back to when Bush ran against Dukakis, you know, the, Willie Horton. they tried to make it look like, you know, uh, with the Willie Horton incident, right. that, you know, Democrats just want to let all these criminals out on the street. Mm-hmm. So I got a theory, um, and it's just a well, it's probably a hypothesis. It's mm-hmm. probably not even a theory yet, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because I think the main reason why these Republican governors want to flood the streets with guns mm-hmm. is to create havoc so that they can keep this whole Democrats are soft on crime thing going, you mm-hmm. know, another 40 years later, because they, they probably think that most electorate is too stupid to see that the reason why there's more crime is probably because they're putting more guns on the street. You, uh, what is your name, Mark? You just hit, I mean, Mark, I just, uh, I got extremely upset at the way Democrats uh, write commercials. So I wrote a commercial over the weekend and I put that commercial out on the internet. And that's exactly a part of the commercial. Did you know, Brother Mark, that, the, that the, the, the states with the highest crime rates are red states. But let me take it a bit further because I told one of my online listeners that the crime rate is higher in red states. And his answer was, wait a minute, but that is because blue cities in red states are run by Democrats. So then I said, OK, let's let's do a sample here. The state that has the high one of the highest crime rates, twice as high as New York much higher than California is Oklahoma. And the two major cities in Oklahoma are Oklahoma City and Tulsa. And each of those cities are run by Republicans. They made my point. So, I mean, uh, it is you you hit the nail on the head. If you put more guns on the street, you're going to get more people using guns. You get more people using guns. It tabulates into violent crime. Continue, Mark. Thank you for that great observation. Well, you, you notice that a lot of these Republican candidates, uh, one of them right here in, in Harris County, Alexandra Dell, whatever. Alexandria Miller, yes. Well, she really has no other policy. I mean, this whole thing about she's going to be hard-hitting on crime and get more money to the police. I mean, that's usually the only thing they have on these Republican platforms. Yes. No policy initiatives on behalf of just... The citizens in general, it's all about, oh, you know, we're going to stop crime. We're going to stop crime as if that's the only thing that matters. And yet 
the Republicans are the ones putting the guns on the streets. And I'll, I'll go ahead and hang up and you can take it from there. Thank you very much, Mark, for your call. Thank you for calling for actually a very smart, informed call. You have a wonderful day, my friend. All right, folks, um, listen, Mark, Mark is on the money and Mark gives me a segue here to talk about the major issues in the election right now, because uh, a lot of Republicans think they're going to run on crime, immigration and economy. All right. While Democrats want to run on abortion uh, uh, and, and, and some other on, on maybe Social Security and student loan debt. I think it is incumbent on Democrats to run on all the above because, first of all, uh, the economy the, the economy became bad because of neoliberal policies. And neoliberal policies are predominantly put out by Republican politicians and their benefactors. Okay? Let me explain that in a little simpler English. The policies that created our economic angst right now. Remember, the economy is doing great, but we have high inflation. What are all the features that created high inflation? Numero uno is, is corporate greed. It's already been proven that 4.2% of that 8.2% inflation rate is simply the corporation saying, I have price and power. I decide what milk is going to cost. I decide what eggs going to cost. I decide what gasoline is going to cost. Notice that there was never a time you would you had a shortage of eggs, gasoline, bread, or anything. You always had a bunch of it, but they had price and power, and these are staples that you must have. These are staples that you use. So therefore, you pay for it, whatever they say it's worth. So 4.2% of that money went directly into the pockets of the wealthy people. Look it up. Whenever you go on to CNBC and see those skyrocketing profits, those are profits going to shareholder value and elsewhere. The second cause of inflation, so the supply chain problem is the second one. And that is because there, there is... Uh, there is uh, uh, the pandemic all over the world. A lot of these factories had to shut down because they shut down. Many a times there was a delay in getting the products from point A to point B, which created shortages of a few products in the United States. And whenever you have a shortage of a few products, it legitimately goes up in price. So that's understandable. But why did it legitimately go up in price so quickly? Because of another neoliberal policy called, and Tommy, I'm coming to you right now. Let me finish this thought. Another neoliberal policy called just-in-time inventory. Just-in-time inventory says, hey, man, we can save some money by not keeping a storeroom full of products that we have to manufacture. Just as soon as that ship leaves Taiwan or Xiangjing or Taipei or wherever, we throw that container on a truck. That container then goes onto a railroad car. It goes directly to the factory from another truck. And just when that thing reaches, we need it. But if you have a slight delay for saving those rich cats a few bucks, that slight delay means the factory shuts down for a few days. People lose their wages for a few days. So we pay the price for the ineptitude of corporate America. And that is the truth. Corporate America is much more inept than government. And you know when government get inept, it's because they've fielded to corporate America to solve their problems. Whenever you hear a screw up in government, it's not government screwing up. It's the contractors who government hired who are screwing you up. So there again, it's the 
corporate guys who screw up because they want to make an extra dollar. Tommy, you are hot. Egberto. Talk to me. Hey, so I, I just want to make a comment. I'm not hot. I don't know where that comes from, but I, always, I don't know what you mean. No, when I say Tommy, you're hot. I mean, you're on air, but I, but I, from what I understand, Tommy, you must be a good-looking good dude too, man. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Egberto. This is Tommy Cruz, by the way. I know. Hey, I, uh, I, I recognize your voice, bro. I've been on your show okay. before. All right, so uh, the thing about the guns and the the amount of the okay in this country there's that is said to be uh, four hundred million guns, yes, right? more guns than people, yes, right? Okay, so let's take that number and let's double it, yes. eight hundred million, yes. Let's say there are a trillion guns mm-hmm. in this country, right? Yes, the, the the population of guns has no bearing on the population of crazy people. True. I agree with you. I know the you argument know you're about to make, but so go ahead and make it because I have a ready answer for you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, that, that's my point. The crazy people need to be weeded out and criminals need to be kept in prison. Yes. Especially repeat offenders. Now, the, the amount of guns, again, a trillion guns. Let's say there's a trillion guns in circulation. Yeah. The amount of crazy people has no bearing on how many guns are in circulation. All right. So let, let me let me go ahead and qualify that for you, Tommy, because first of all, here's a problem I have with a lot of folks on the right, including my good friend, Tommy, you. All right. Let, <laughs> let me just no, I'm, I'm, but I'm serious. I'm you know, a, I love you, Tommy. Tommy, you know, I love you, brother. Now, okay, hear, hear me out. Listen to me. Well, um, you're right. And that's the problem when arguments are made by the right. They know how to selectively take out some truths. And those are truths. What you just said is correct. But let me go ahead and qualify this to you now. We are a country that does not have universal health care. You are talking about we should be able to flood the market with guns. I agree. Okay. If, if this were. I did not say that. No, 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 no. I I'm, not, not I, I, I'm exaggerating what you're saying. I'm exaggerating what you're saying. So you're, uh, Tommy's correct, folks. I'm wrong. Let me correct myself. Tommy wants to point out that. That, that most gun owners don't do bad things. And what we should really do is try to find the crazies out there and make sure they are not out there. Good. Let, let me tell let, you. Let, 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 me, let me give you a scenario. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> let me finish this first. And then I promise you, you can come back. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so here is the deal. The deal is as follows. Uh, our, we have the worst healthcare system in the world. And because we have the worst healthcare system in the world, we can't find the crazies who could possibly need help, get help, because again, we have a screwed up system that is so evil that it doesn't want to give everybody healthcare commensurate with out of, out, out of our, out of our system. That's number one. Number two, we have examples of countries that, that put controls on guns and nobody has the, 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 the criminality with guns that we have here in the United States. We always talk about using the states as experiments. Well, we could use other countries as experiments as to what work. What we know is American drug, gun policy is a failure and the gun policies of Australia, New Zealand, and all these other countries have been legitimately very successful. So we have a screwed up healthcare system that can't find potential killers. But here's the other thing that comes with a lot of guns. Here's the other things. You go ahead and you are temporarily insane. Let me give an example. You're having a bad day at work. Somebody cuts you off in front of traffic. 
And the next thing you have next to you is your gun because you don't want to be hijacked. But it's not that that's happening. This guy pisses you off. So you pick that gun up and you just out of mental, um, a, a, a temporary mental state. And it's happened here in Houston often. People that normally wouldn't do that, but because they have a gun, because they believe everybody else has a gun, they use it. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay, I'm going to give you an exact story. Not yes. a scenario. Just tell me the story, Tommy. This recently happened last Wednesday. Yes, sir. Uh, I, have, I have a friend, a female friend, mm -hmm. who took in her friend who is pregnant. Mm -hmm. And the reason she took her in is because her husband beat her yes. while she's pregnant. Yes. So she takes her in to get away from that guy. They, they follow police report. This is a true story. They follow police report. Few days later, they go pick him up. Mm -hmm. Well, when they picked him up, uh, the, uh, the the officer in charge let her know that hey, we're gonna we're on our way to go pick him up. So she called my friend. Mm -hmm. My friend went and got her. She made an excuse like, "Hey, I'm gonna run to the store or whatever it may be." Mm -hmm. So my friend takes her in. This guy gets locked up. We have no idea when he's gonna get out, mm -hmm. right? So I went and bought her a gun, mm -hmm. a brand new gun, went and bought it under my name, mm -hmm. and I gave it to her. The reason I gave it to her is because she's not crazy. She's right. a big-hearted, loving, caring person. Right. I have no problem giving her a gun, but why? Because the guy that the guy that, that is the part of the story, he owns guns, but he's crazy. Right. So, so, so he owns a gun, she owns a gun. The crazy person is the one that is going to use it illegally and, for and Tommy, for I am murder. Tommy, I, I'm I, I gotta go to Bob next time, but I I, I appreciate okay. that story. No, no, wait, wait, hold on. Okay. I, I want to tell you. I appreciate that story and you are a good friend. Okay? You are a Thank good you and no wait, I wait. Put, I'm not I done. I am not done. done. I'm not done. You're a good friend to that person. You're you're caring for that person. That person should not have had to get that gun had we had laws that curtail that crazy dude from having guns. I got to go, Tommy, but you're a good man. Keep up the good work and you keep calling in, okay? And by the way, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I want I want I want un ratito, hermano. I want un ratito. Did you call 713-526-5738 and press 1 and I, say I, I, I want to support Egberto? I, I, I did that already. I did that the other uh, last week. You sure you did that for okay. Egberto? Uh, I'm not sure. Who, I, I just I, I just did it. I All did right. It during well, time. look. Thank you All so I'm kindly, Armando. You know I had to. You know I had to hit you because I know you. Love you, brother. You have a good one. <laughs> All right, man. All right, cool. All right, folks. Bob, come on in. You're hot. Hi, Alberto. Um, yeah, I want to talk about uh, the relationship of the depression. Uh, of 29 and the recession of 2008 and where we are now. Yes, sir. Prior, prior to 2029, mm -hmm. uh, the banks were allowed to collude with the investment companies. I remember no that. Law, actually. Yes. And then, and then we had it. The glass Steagley. 29. Uh, the, in 1934, under the Roosevelt administration, they passed the investment company act of 1934. Mm -hmm. That stayed in, in effect, uh, and we had a fairly robust, yes. uh, fairly robust economy. Yes. Then, in 1999, Graham Leach, right. the Graham Leach Act, that's Phil Graham, who's still in right. Houston, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, they passed a law disbanding most of the Investment Act. Of Sir, hold on a second. It's called the Glass-Steagall Act. That's what they got rid of, yes. And it was done by Clinton. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, well, yeah. And then in 1999, 
uh, Phil Graham and uh, Mr. Leach passed a law uh, that actually disbanded most of the Glass-Steagall Act. Mm -hmm. And seven or eight years later, we had a great recession. Right. Um, that law is still, the Graham-Leach law is still in effect. Yes. So uh, it's been going on now for, what, 20 years, 22 years? Sir, you, you hit the nail on the head in that we have a collusion between politicians and the moneyed interest. It's the same thing that we can talk about when we want to talk about carried interest. People that absolutely do nothing for a living, but they get, they get all these tax breaks with things called carried interest, et cetera, right? Sure, exactly. So, exactly. So, I mean, we have, what we have to do, first of all, before, uh, Bob, hold for me because I want to talk to you a little bit more. But beforehand, I want to ask folks, please, folks, we are way behind in support for Politics Done Right and KPFT. I ask you so kindly, if you are even inclin inclined to give, please do so now. Uh, we've been giving you the, the conversation. We've been giving you the program. Please call 713-526-5738 and hit that number one and give whatever you can. Get the books that I've advertised uh, a few minutes ago. Get whatever they uh, or just give a plain out contribution to keep us on air. Uh, it is it is really important. A lot of what you're hearing here, we cannot go into detail on mainstream media. That's why we're here. And we serve a purpose. I'm asking you, first of all, support us. And then when you're done supporting us, don't forget to go vote and tell about 10, 20 other people to go vote. 713-526-5738. Una vez más, 713-526-5738. Or you can go to kpft.org and select Politics and Writing and pick whatever support level you want to provide to us and pick whatever gift you want from us. But we need it now. I only have about eight minutes left of this program. I need you. KPFT needs you now. We cannot do this without you. It's a, it's a hundred thousand watt transmitter, folks. And it's it's not again. And I, this is not to pat myself on the back or to pat Howard on the back or to pat Tory on the back. But we are all here in this studio right now. All of us burning gas to get here to give a program. That's it. That's it. So, oops, we lost Bob. Uh, sorry, Bob. I, I really uh, wanted to hold you on a bit. Uh -oh. That's okay. That's all right. 713-526-5738. Uh, Again, that number is 713-526-KPFT, or you can go to kpft.org. Bob had, uh, you know, uh, Howard, Bob had a whole lot of good stuff to say. He certainly did. You know, he, he, he spoke about Glass-Degal, which is a very important, you know, what, what Glass-Degal did was it separated banking from investment banking, right? In other words, you couldn't commingle these different kinds of monies like they did uh, under, you know, after, after the Leachman bill, the uh, Graham bill passed, which allowed them to mix these money, create derivatives that, and I don't know if you understand, a lot of folks don't understand derivatives. They, 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 they went and sp like they started giving crazy loans. They gave loans to people that didn't deserve having oh, loans. Yeah. And then what they did to make those loans seem r less risky is they packetized those loans into different pots. So they'll take a certain percentage of bad loans, a certain percentage of not so bad loans, and a per certain percentage of great loans. They will securitize that. They'll turn that into a security. 
And then they, that will become a new instrument. So they will be able to buy a, a bank who knows that they're taking a crappy, uh, a crappy loan will sell that paper of that crappy loan to those investment bankers that would then take it and packetize it with some good loans and then resell it after that as another investment grade financial instrument. Nothing. They created no product. They created absolutely nothing. But they were for each of those transactions, somebody made money. That is what happens when we lose control of our own government. So that's why I tell people, you have got to go vote. 713-526-5738. Folks, we don't have a lot more time. And uh, if I must, ex- I must admit this today, this would have been the worst I've ever done in, in, uh, in getting our contributions up to speed. I don't know if it's an ugly weather. I don't know what's causing it. But you could save me right now you could save us right now by calling 713-526-5738. Una vez más, 713-526-5738. We need you right now. 713-526-5738. Or go to kpft.org. kpft.org. Select Politics and Right and choose whatever gift you want, whatever level you want to come up into us. Again, get one of the books. As I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. It's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. And how to make America utopia take away the economy from those who rigged it. Folks, we cannot do this without you. Welcome, J.J. Wellen. No rationality. Thank you for coming. Stop defending gun culture, according to J.J. Ween. J.J. Wien also says safety on the ballot. Why is Biden and his crew uh, driving the population to the edge of the abyss? Nuclear war with Russia. That's another story, and that may be something we have to talk about another day. Bruce says, when you take care of the poor, you take care of me, Jesus. And you telling me that no one wants to pay anymore else's debt, redefining greed. I tell you something. Uh, what, what the right has been great in doing is allowing hate and greed to become vogue. And that is what we have to fight against. 713-526-KPFT. 713-526-5738. We cannot do this without you. 713-526-5738. I got three more minutes to try to, to edge you on to support. 713-526-5738. I know you want to. Please do it now. Please do it now. We've given you a program. We've spoken about things of interest. We've spoken about policies of interest. We've spoken about many things of interest. And we will continue to do this Monday, Wednesday, Fridays on Politics Done Right. And of course, on Tuesday, Thursday with Dr. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I lost it. You lost it. Yeah. Dr. Becker. Dr. Becker. Oh, my God. The right Reverend. The Reverend Becker. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, you know, and he's Reverend on. Reverend Most High. Yeah, for the, absolutely so. 713-526-5738. Please give us a call now. Select the number one to contribute. And the number two. If you Well, it's too late to speak now. So 713-526-5738. Please, please. We cannot possibly do this without you. You this station is in your hands. This 100,000 watt station of truth 
is in your hands. Please take control of it. You know, I've always talked about this program being your program. So Howard is going to give me the finger point whenever it's my time to give my end <laughs> I'm not of story. going to give you the finger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the point finger like this one here. You know, 713-526-5738. Again, we cannot, we simply cannot do it without you folks. We cannot do it without you. One more time, 713-526-KPFT or go to kpft.org. One more time, kpft.org. Select Politics Done Right and provide your contribution. 713-526-573. You know, if I, if, if I get a, the contributions that I have to raise up front, I can talk a whole, lot of, of a whole lot of stuff right away, folks. You know, I, which is what I want to do. I want to come back. Riz, 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 I think it's a bit too late, but if you pass it on now, just say a quick hello because I think I have a minute. Real quick, real quick. Ricardo, real quick. Just hit it. Hit the, Ricardo, talk to me real quick, sir. You're on, Ricardo, real quick. Yes, si, senor. Habla. All right. Yeah. Yeah, for the our station in Panama. Yes. Okay. I, it was everything fine, but then when they got back to the Panama forces, they almost got taken over by Chinese. That's I, what happened. I'll talk to you about that the next time, Ricardo. Pero tengo que irme ahora porque ya estoy terminado con el programa y ya son okay, las una. Pardon. Pero hablamos más tarde. Okay, folks. Uh, okay. Right. Anyhow, folks, please seven one three five two six five seven three eight. One more time, seven one three five two six KPFT. We cannot do this without you. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright, and you guys know how I end this baby. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.